Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness to us. Thank you, Lord, as we look back over this last past year, 2021. We thank you as we have sung. You've always been faithful through every life event, through every circumstance, through every uncertain time. You've been there for us. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your faithfulness. And here today at the outset of another new year, 2022, we truly, truly do thank you that you're with us, that you're for us, that we can be confident in your goodness, your faithfulness to us. Lord, we thank you for the rich promises you've given to us. We thank you for the nearness of your Holy Spirit to help us. And as your people, as your church, we believe in 2022, we're going to shine brighter than ever before. We're going to come out stronger in you. We're going to know your miraculous power to heal the sick. We're going to know the power of your Holy Spirit to bring fresh witness to your life, to the lives of others. And Lord, we thank you for this year ahead that great things are before us. And in you, in you, we can do all things. We thank you for it in anticipation of it. And all God's people said? Amen. All God's people said? Amen. Fantastic. Why don't we give Jesus another shout of praise? Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you for your goodness in our lives, Jesus. We lift up your name. What a joy it is to praise you, to give you thanks, and to honor you in this place. We worship you as your people. We thank you. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Let's thank our musicians and singers. Amen. Amen. Well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. If you're visiting us this morning, if you're here for the first time or you've been coming a number of weeks, or if you're part of our church family, if you're watching online, we want to wish you a happy new year. It's going to be an amazing year ahead. It really is in God. And I tell you, it's right to be excited about the new year ahead. It's right to be expectant. It's right for our hopes to be high in God. You know, irrespective of what happens in our world, you may have discovered there's always going to be something within our world that's going to seek to distract us, that's going to seek to, you know, knock us off course. There's always going to be something, whether it's a pandemic or some other kind of world situation. There's always going to be something cropping up. But our purpose as God's people is undeterred. It really is. We are here to apprehend everything that we have been apprehended for. Like Paul said, I must apprehend everything in God that God has 
apprehended me for. We want to achieve his plan, his purpose, and his will for our lives, don't we? And 2022 is another year like any other year to do that to encounter his will, to encounter his goodness, to, to understand him in greater and bigger ways in our lives. And that should excite us. That should excite us. At the, out of the, at the outset of this year, I think there's one decision that we should all have. And, and it's this, to lay hold of God's word like never before. I tell you, read meditate, recite, and let the Word of God dwell within you richly like never before. I tell you, you make that decision at the outset of any year, your life is going to be blessed. It really is. And, and I tell you, like, like every year, let that be our heart's desire, to read, recite, meditate on, let the Word of God fill you richly in, in, in all of its fullness so that your life might flourish. I don't know about you, but it may be that you, that you need to start a Bible reading plan. You know, there's some great ones online. There really is. I, I regularly do the one-year Bible. I'm in the middle of it now. What a blessing that is. I tell you, there's blessing in Leviticus. There's blessing in Numbers. There's blessing in Lamentations. There's blessing in Revelation. There's blessing in all of the epistles that the apostles wrote. There's blessing in the Gospels because they all carry one central message that focuses on Christ Jesus our King, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, focuses on the message of His goodness, of His faithfulness, of His unconditional love. Maybe this year, the outset of this year, it's a Bible reading plan that you need to take up. It'll do you good. It'll do you good to discipline yourself, but more than the discipline, it'll become a joy. You'll find a couple of months in, it'll become a necessity. And, and a couple of months in, you will find, I promise you, you will find it become a growing need in your life. As you feed yourself on God's Word, you will find that your being begins to need it. Your being begins to crave it. I tell you, at the outset of any day, I, there's a need within me to read God's Word, and I thank God for that. I cannot go one day without reading that Word. And if I do, if I do, right, because the day gets a bit busy sometimes, do you know what? I got to do, I got to do two slots, three slots on, on, on a day just to catch up. If I've got to catch up, I'll just bang it in because, because I tell you now, your, your being, your soul, your mind begins to need it, begins to depend on it because, as you know, it's a living word. It's a living word. So, so maybe today, you know, it may be making that decision. Do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make 15 minutes, 20 minutes every day. I'm going to take time to get into that Bible reading plan. There's some really great ones. Maybe we can post a link 
on on WhatsApp to 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 some. Um, I know Life Life Bible does a great one, um, and I, I'm in the middle of that now. It, do you know what? It's fantastic. You know, sometimes I find, you know, a thought going through my mind. Well, I might go and watch a bit of TV. Nothing wrong with that. We enjoy a bit of TV. And then another thought comes into my mind. But you could use that time to read the Word of God. Now, sometimes the TV wins. All right? You kick your shoes off, put your feet up, you watch your TV. Watch your TV. It's good for your soul. It's recreational. Enjoy it. It, it can be a blessing for you. Certainly is to me at times. But I tell you something now. There's some... There's that deeper need within us, that deeper need within our soul, within our, our spirit. It'll wash over your soul. It'll do wonders for your soul. It really will. And you, you know this. Jesus said, didn't he, when he faced our arch enemy, the devil, he said, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone. Not just on the, the, the temporal, earthly things that are around us within our world. They're okay. We use them. Thank God for them. But we can't live on the bread of this world alone. But every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And one of the ways, one of the ways to hear God's voice is to open the word of God. Do you want to hear God speak audibly? Anybody want to hear God speak audibly? Just open the Bible and read it out loud. You'll hear the audible voice of God through your voice. You can hear the audible voice of God anytime you want. Just open the Word of God, read it out loud, and you will hear Him speak. You really will. Amen. Well, we're going to start this New Year, this opening service, with uh, by starting a series of messages that I'm calling the power of promise. The power of promise at the start of any new year. Millions of people right across the world are making new promises to themselves, making new promises in the form of resolutions to others. They make their new resolution. They state their promises ahead of the year. And in many ways, they're communicating new goals, setting out new aspirations and expectations for their lives. They're creating new dreams and all with the intention and expectation to attain a better way of life. Some of people's resolutions can include losing weight. Other people's resolutions can be in eating healthy, a healthier diet. Some people want to refine and change their habits. And there's a deep-seated desire within the human heart, within every human heart, to better one's life. There's a deep-seated desire within the human heart for a greater experience of happiness and fulfillment. And that's generally why 
people make their New Year resolutions. They make promises to themselves, possibly to bring fresh motivation and expectation at the start of a new year. But lots of times, as we all know, with the best intentions, we fail to fulfill those resolutions. And very often, they get abandoned early on, sometimes just weeks into a new year. Why? Because we don't have the willpower or the self-strength or the desire to fulfill the demands that those resolutions bring on. I remember years ago making one such resolution at the start of a new year. I decided I was going to keep fit. I was going to work out. I was going to build my biceps. As you can see, I didn't get very far. But I started out with this New Year resolution to keep fit, to look trim, and my intentions were good. I even joined a gym. Can you believe it? Joined a gym, bought a new bag, new gym bag to carry my new trainers in and my new gym gear. I had it all. And even when I went into the gym, I met my new trainer who introduced me to all of this various apparatus that looked very complicated. But he showed me what to do and off I went, started my training program and I was on my way until I discovered the jacuzzi. That was in the second week. I discovered the jacuzzi, the sauna, and the steam room. Oh, I tell you what. When I discovered, when I discovered that jacuzzi and that sauna and that steam room, instead of going upstairs to where all of the gym equipment was, I went downstairs to where all of the pampering equipment was. Into the jacuzzi I went. I thought, you know what, I'll just warm myself up by having a jacuzzi. And then I'll pop into the steam room and then over into the sauna. And, and by then, I'll be ready to do my workout. Well, the opposite was true. I'd jump into the jacuzzi, oh, and I'd just be enjoying it and relishing in all of those, all of those bubbles. And then I'd, I'd jump into the steam room and then I'd go into the sauna. And, and by the end of it, you know, an hour in after all of that, I was ready to go home. I certainly, I certainly wasn't ready to go upstairs and do the workout. It was the jacuzzi, the sauna, and the steam room that burned me out. The jacuzzi, the sauna, and the steam room that brought my resolution to an end. I think maybe... I lasted about a month in the gym, and that was, that was abandoned, abandoned quickly. You know, sometimes we make promises to ourselves that we can't fulfill, and we become disappointed with ourselves. Sometimes other people make promises to us, 
it gets a little complicated and they can't fulfill the promises that they've made. And what happens, when that happens over a long period of time, we become suspicious about promises being made or making promises. Because very often we become disappointed, we can become disillusioned, disillusioned, disillusioned when our expectations go unmet. That's what happens to all of us. But God comes out and he makes promises, irrespective of all of our suspicions, irrespective of, our, of the hurts that we carry, and the negative experiences that we hold to in our mind, irrespective of all of that, God comes out and he makes promises to each and every one of us. They're good promises. They're wonderful promises. In fact, Peter calls them exceedingly great and precious promises. And we'll get to that maybe next week. Exceedingly great and precious promises. These are the very promises that God makes to you and I. Very often, sometimes we, we back off. We shrink back from these wonderful, glorious promises that God is speaking to each and every one of us because we carry suspicions in our heart. Well, does he really mean me? Does he, does he know that much about my life? Isn't who I am and who I've been going to hinder that promise coming about? And we hold all of these suspicions in our mind. Or we, 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 we think that God has an ulterior motive. And he's... He's like dangling a carrot before us. If you're good, if you do this, then one day I'll give you a bite of the carrot. But I want to show you over this week and over the weeks ahead, and really we're only just going to set a background today and, and really introduce this to where we're going to be going in the weeks to come. I want to show you that God isn't dangling any carrot before us. He doesn't test us or tempt us with his promises. He doesn't say one thing and, and have a hidden agenda in his heart to control us or, or, or lead us to some dead-end place. No, God's intentions are pure. God's intentions are good. God's intentions... Are, are, are great for our lives. When he speaks to us, he says what he means. There's no double meaning. There's no double standard. There's no ulterior motive at hand in his heart. He gives us exceedingly great and precious promises to receive, to inherit, to be enriched by. God isn't giving us some kind of New Year's resolution that's going to fail midway in. No, the Bible says, in fact, David said this in the Psalms, your word, O oh God, is settled eternally in heaven. The promises of, of God can stand up to any test. The promises of God can get you through and take you on beyond where you are into everything that he has planned for you. 
There's nothing that can break the power of God's promise over your life. It doesn't matter how hard circumstance collides with it. It doesn't matter how difficult life may seem, and it doesn't matter the messages that life may be sending you today saying, that word will never be fulfilled. That promise that was spoken maybe years ago, oh man, you're further away from that being fulfilled today than you've ever been. That's never going to be fulfilled. No, time cannot change the word that God has seeded into each one of our hearts. Time is just the means used for it to grow, for it to, to be enriched, and for it to be fruitful and come forth. Time doesn't delay God's promises, God's word to us. No, time just gives it the opportunity for it to be, for it to come to its full fruition. And for us, listen, to be patient. For us to be patient. No, time doesn't delay God's word over your life. Time doesn't delay God's promise being fulfilled. No, time is just a means to, to, to ready us through patience to receive and inherit the promises of God. Word of God says this, it's through faith and patience that we inherit the promises of God. Like Faye said, you may be waiting for that word, for that promise. It could be healing in your body. It, it, it could be renewing in your mind. You're battling with areas in, in your mind and all the way through 2021, you believed God's word. You held on to God's word, but that nagging anxiety, that nagging fear just came up like a jack-in-the-box suddenly and it would corner you and grab you by the throat. And, and you're afraid coming into 2022 because you, you may be thinking that it's going to be a repeat of 2021. No. Hear the word of the Lord. Behold, I'm going to do a new thing. Why not believe that? Why not hold to that? Isaiah said, it. behold, God's doing a new thing. And, it, and, and God says this about the new thing he's, he's doing. It'll suddenly spring forth. It'll not resemble anything that you've formerly known. It's brand new. That's a high expectation that God wants us to have. In, in, in 2022, not hold into some flimsy resolution. And, and if you've made your resolutions, fantastic, awesome. Go ahead and hold to them. Go ahead and, and, and do them. But, but, but the highest prize is to center all of our expectation in the word of God, in the promises of God to us. It's going to be, an, it is a new year, but it's going to be a new experience in this new year for your life. All of those nagging ailments, all of those, all of those nagging issues of 2021 are gone. You know, I just had this little picture. I hadn't planned to say it, but it just came back to my mind just while we were, we were singing. You know, sometimes... Your computer gets really cluttered, doesn't it? And it gets so cluttered, it gets jammed up. And everything becomes slow. Usually when that happens to me, I get on the phone to Russell. 
I ain't got a clue with computers. And Russell just comes in and he just says, Dave, do you know what we need to do? We just need to refresh the computer. I don't know what that means, but I know it works. And Russell just comes in, presses a couple of buttons, and he just resets and refreshes the whole system. And I just felt, I, I, you know, sometimes the Holy Spirit speaks like this. He'll just, he'll, he'll just bring something up in your heart for the good of all. And I'm sure this word is for me, but it could be for you too. 2022 is just going to be a year of reset and refresh. Reset, refresh. It's not, don't worry about If it's going to be like 2021, it's not. God says, it's, this, this year is reset for you. It's reset. 2021 is gone. It's over. It's done. You've got every right in God to lift your head up high, not remembering what's back there, but thanking him for what's ahead. Everything's been reset refreshed, you're ready to go ahead full in full power, full speed ahead. Amen? Amen. This is reset and refresh of your life system today. God speaks it over you. Behold, I will do a new thing. Suddenly, it'll come forth. It'll not resemble anything of the old. It'll be brand new for your life. So today we're going to start looking at this new series of messages that we're going to be getting into, the power of promise. God gives us his word. To go forward into this next new year, 2022, we hold his promises in heart. We hold his promises with the expectation of seeing them come to fruition in our lives. God doesn't, doesn't Ask us to build our lives on the whim of a, of a resolution that's faulty, that fails midway in. His promises are sure. His word to us is a strong foundation on which we can build our lives. You look at God's word and there's literally thousands. Think about it for a moment. Literally Thousands of promises made to us, spoken by God to you and to me. Charles Spurgeon, the great English preacher, when talking about God's Word, said this, It's like a blank book of checks all signed by Jesus Christ. All you have to do is write in on the check what you need and with that expectation of faith, give it to God and it will be given to you. A blank book of checks, all signed by Jesus Christ, ready to claim, ready to receive, the resources in your account in Christ Jesus will never be depleted. 
will never be exhausted, will never run into the red. There is more than enough within the Word of God to meet every need that we might face, that we might meet in life. And all of it has been signed by Jesus Christ through his death and through his resurrection. The Apostle Paul confirms this in Romans chapter 8 when he says, Romans 8, 32, listen to this carefully, talking about God and about the wonderful gift that he's given to us in Christ Jesus. He says, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Paul is telling us, because God has given his greatest gift in Christ Jesus, how will he not give us all things? There's not one thing that will ever be outside of the bounds of God in giving it to you because he has given Christ Jesus, his son, for us. There's not going to be a situation in 2022 that you're going to face a circumstance that's going to be ahead of you that you cannot go to God with and expect for God to intervene. He will intervene. He promises here through these simple lines that Paul speaks. What is it that you might have need? What situation is it that might face you in the future? You don't ever have to be worried about anything because it's covered in the all things. It's covered in the all things. You don't have to worry about finance. You don't have to worry about your health. You don't have to worry about your family. You don't have to worry or labor in your mind about your future. You don't have to worry about anything because here Paul is declaring it's covered in the all things. Covered in the all things. Therefore, you and I can go to God with confidence, with assurance. And like the writer to the Hebrews said, we can come boldly before the throne of grace to obtain mercy in time of need. Any need that we might have, any need that we might face, it's covered on the list of all things. You don't ever have to question God about his promises, about the veracity of his word. You don't ever have to hold a suspicion, will God answer my prayer? It's covered in the all things, isn't it? Paul says he will graciously give us all things as a result of his greatest gift in giving Christ. There is not one thing that you will ever have on your list in life that God is not willing to cover because it's covered in the all things all things he it says Paul says he will graciously give us all things in other translations it says this and it just shows you the lavishness and the generosity of God 
It says he will freely give you all things. He will freely dispense his goodness, freely dispense his peace, freely dispense provision and finance, freely dispense health, freely dispense a sound mind, freely take off the burdens of life from your back, freely answer all of your prayers. He knows your needs, Jesus said, before you even articulate them to him. And he's ready to answer them. When you, when you come secretly before him in that private moment and you release that request from your heart, he's not there looking down his nose thinking, well, they haven't talked to me from, they haven't talked to me for four months. That Dave Edwards, he's been watching Netflix for the last four months. He'd been watching Netflix, Disney Channel. My goodness, they've got it all. Amazon Prime. We, we got the three, by the way. He'd been watching the Netflix. He's been watching Disney Prime. And I tell you what, he's been, he's been watching this. He's been watching... The three episodes of The Hobbit and the three episodes of The Lord of the Rings. And he comes to me, been filling his head with that for four months, and now he's praying. No, no. I mean, that Dave Edwards, he's got a cheek, hasn't he? He needs peace. He's in, tr he's in trouble again. He's, he's fearful. He's, he's struggling to look up. I tell you what, he's, he's a bit up and down. His faithfulness, one minute he's praising the Lord on a Sunday. All the days and I will praise you and I'll tell of the goodness of God. He's like that on a Sunday. <laughs> but you ought to see him on a Monday, he's all right. But I tell you what, by Wednesday, by Wednesday he's struggling and dragging his feet. We're not going to answer the prayers of a man like that. Watching Netflix, Disney Channel, Amazon Prime, praising me on a Sunday, then midweek through. No, 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 no. He'll answer your prayer. You see, because the Bible says, and, and again, you know this one, right? But I'm going to give it to you. When we are faithless, he is faithful. See, he sees the inconsistencies of our lives but he's consistent. Now, I want to be more faithful. That doesn't give me license to be inconsistent and, and, you know, just like go and mess up and not use my time wisely. I want to be a good steward of my time. I want, to, I want, I want things to come into my life that are good, that are going to build me up. It's no good just, you know, constantly vegging out like a, like a potato on the couch looking at... <laughs> Where's the remote? You kids at it again. Where's my remote? No, I've got I've I've to use my time wisely. But I tell you something now. If God's faithfulness to me was based on my faithfulness to him, there'd be big trouble. There'd be big trouble. I wouldn't get very far. No, you wouldn't. That's right. I tell you. 
I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have lasted a minute. And thank you for that confirmation, Steve. <laughs> but he's right. But he's right. But he's right. You see, thank God. His faithfulness to me and to you isn't based on our faithfulness to him. When we are faithless, he is faithful. He is faithful. I know there's people struggling to come to church at this moment in time. And, and, and you, 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 may have a, you may be watching this morning, you've got a heavy heart. You haven't been to church for a while because you're afraid. And, and you know, there's, there's very real fears that we carry in our heart. But we're not going to start ever, I hope, ever critiquing people here. We don't ever want to run into that. We really, really don't. You know, I remember a, a, a young man coming up to me one, one Sunday morning, running up. Hiya, Dave. It was at the start of a service. It's good to see you. He said, I said, well, it's good to see you as well. It's really great to see you. And then it was the next line that got me. He said, I'm sorry I haven't been here for the last 12 months. I said, he said, I'm really sorry. And he looked down and his head went down. I said, hey, son. I said, listen. I said, we're not keeping a register here. We're not marking who's coming in and who's going out here. Now, I know we've got to register now because of the pandemic, right? <laughs> but... But generally, right, this was, this was before the pandemic, right? This was, I said, I said, I said, listen, we're not keeping a register here. I said, I said, you're welcome anytime. I said, if you, do you know what, son? I said, if you attend here once a year, I said, never forget, Jesus loves you. And we do too. I said, we'd love to see you a, a little bit more than once a year. Because you're a great guy. And, and it would be great to see your life roots come into this, into this church or into another church. There's lots of great churches in Newport, whether it's this church or whether it's another church in Newport that's part of the body of Christ. Whatever, whatever family you've decided to be a part, just root in. But, but you see, our faithfulness to God usually is up and down and inconsistent. But his faithfulness to us in amidst all of the, the changes of life is consistent. And we've got his word on that. When we are faithless, he is faithful. His love doesn't change. It's unconditional. He's, he's as excited about you. Yeah, but I sinned last night and you don't know what I did. Well, guess what? We don't want to know, right? We'd rather not know. But God knows. But God knows. But you know what? Even, even when we've sinned, he's still as excited to see us. The only thing that causes God's heart to ache, I found, when we sin, is that it separates us from him. David said this. Again, it's God's word to us. Lord this is, this is a real relationship. This is what a real relationship sounds like with God. Lord, 
If you marked my sins against me, I'd never be able to stand in front of you. But there's forgiveness with you. And I can stand before you. And I can know the, the excitement that you have for my life because there's forgiveness. God wipes away our sin far from us. When we are faithless, he is faithful. You encouraged by that? It's wonderful. It really is. The Apostle Paul, when he wrote to the church at Corinth, explained that as God's people, we have full access to every promise that God has ever spoken within his word. Just think about that for a moment. You have access to every and any promise within the word of God. You as a person. You mean God means me? God means you? Come on, you've got to start believing it. You've got to start receiving it. You've got to start expecting it. Away with these thoughts of God wants to bless others and not me. No, he's talking about you. His blood flowed for you as much as it did for any other person in this room or in this world. He gave his blood for you. He rose from the dead for you. Jesus Christ rose from the dead for you to ratify this new covenant of his grace, of his goodness, so that you could walk in fullness of life and in newness of life in him. Paul, want, Paul was so excited about this. This is one of the, of, of the glorious aspects of the new covenant. That every and any promise within God's word that God has ever spoken to his people is ours in Christ Jesus. Listen to Paul's words in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18 to 20. He tells us how accessible and available God's promises are for our lives. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18 through to verse 20. Paul says this. But as surely as God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me and Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him it has always been yes. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Paul wanted the, the believers at Corinth to understand that the promises of God to us and to everyone have a resounding yes attached to them. God doesn't vacillate between yes one minute when he's in a good mood. And no, another minute when he's in a bad mood. No, God doesn't have bad moods. Paul says there's a yes over every promise. There's a yes that has been spoken. All we have to do is take hold of them, read them, receive them, meditate on them, and believe them. Paul said when we came to you, 
and we taught you. We didn't divide the word in this way. Well, you can have this, but you can't have that. This you have access to, but that you don't have access to. No, Paul, when he went to the church at Corinth with, with, with Silas and Timothy, they were so excited by this wonderful revelation in Christ Jesus that every promise has a resounding yes in it for our lives. God doesn't vacillate between a yes and a no. He doesn't critique our lives by saying, well, you can have this, but you can't have that. No, you can have it. You can, re you can receive it in God. If you read it, you can receive it. As you believe. God doesn't say, well, some can have healing in 2022. Others are just going to have to struggle with their health. And I know health issues are very real. They're very real. And we don't, you know, just casually speak this out. I've battled with health issues in my past that, that I've openly talked about in years gone by. Battled with health issues. Held on to God. And, and believed. And when I, when I couldn't believe anymore, I thought, well, okay, I've just got to settle for this. Honestly now, right? I thought, well, I've just got to settle for this skin condition. I've just got to settle for it. I believed for eight years. Suddenly, out of nowhere, comes my healing. On a Tuesday night, about half past seven. It was incredible. It was incredible. It really was. Keep believing. You got a, you got a health issue? Somebody here may be, this is just coming to me, you may be struggling to conceive. 2021, you've struggled. You, you and your husband, you want a little baby. You've struggled to conceive. Well, guess what? 2022 is here. Let's believe that you're going to conceive that beautiful little child, that beautiful little baby. God's going to gift you. You see, it's on the list of all things. It's on the list of all things for you. God, I want to, I want a baby. Other, other people have got babies. I, I, I really want one. I can't have one. Is it on the list of all things? Yeah. Lord, I want healing for my body. Lord, I, I, want, I want a new job. Lord, I, I, I need finances to meet my way. To meet my bills, I'm, strugg I'm struggling and I'm fed up of just struggling, just making ends meet. Is it on the list of all things? Now follow his counsel. Follow his way. Listen to the people that he brings into your life. Don't spurn their advice. And sometimes don't spurn or reject their correction. Receive it and you'll find that it'll work on out. Just like you prayed. It's on the list of all things and he will freely give it. Paul, when talking to the church at Corinth, said, listen, every single promise, 
Every single promise has a yes over it. It really does. So that's why we've got to read the Word of God. That's why we've got to receive it into our hearts, meditate on it, and let it frame our expectation for this, for this new year. Amen? Now, really, this is just an introduction today. I'm going to ask the musicians to come. Time's gone, and we're coming to a close. The power of promise. That's what we're going to be looking at over these next few weeks. The power of promise. What is it? that you need from God this year? Is it peace? Is it comfort? Comfort. Is it joy? Is it just relief from a life burden? Is it like Faye said, for a loved one to receive Christ, you've been praying for them. You've told them the good news, but to them it's not good news. It's bad news because it's an interruption into their lives. It's an interruption and a change of direction and a complete reversal of everything that they've lived for. To them it's not good news. It's very bad news. And it annoys them when you speak about the goodness of God and Jesus. It could be that prayer that you want answered. Well, it's on the list of all things. And we just need to rest in knowing that once we have prayed, once we have released that request to the Lord. We need to know that it's just a matter of time. A matter of time. That it's like a miracle emotion. It really is. That comes about and in its due time that prayer that you prayed will be answered. Remember years ago hearing a wonderful testimony from Faye's grandmother and she prayed she was she was a believer she loved Jesus very much she used to go to Malpas Road Evangelical Church she prayed for her husband Ron for many many years over 20 years praying oh man that's a long time but you see she she believed the word of God she held on to the promise in spite of what she saw in spite of what she experienced Ron was a lovely man great guy. Really, really nice, pleasant person to get on with. I talked to him and he's funny and great guy. Got great memories in, in our minds about, about Ron as a father, as a husband. Good, solid man, but he didn't have Jesus. 
and it didn't matter how nice he was and how good and how virtuous and how hardworking he was, Audrey's heart ached for her husband. And she prayed and she prayed and she prayed year after year after year. And it seemed as if it was dry ground. Until one day, in the latter years of their life, they moved from Cumbran back to Panath. Now, if the truth be told, Audrey didn't want to move back to Panath. She wanted to stay close to John and Karen, to us and to, the, to see the grandchildren. Growing up, Audrey was quite contented in Cumbran, but Ron, he wanted to, a strong man, tall man, I want to go back to Panath. I want to go back to Panath. Carried on, I want to go back. And eventually Audrey gave in. Not that she was holding out, but she just didn't think it was a wise move. They went back to Panath. Guess what? God was leading Ron back to Panath. Didn't look like it. It looked as if everything was in upheaval. Ron was being led and pulled back to Panath to an evangelical church there where he got born again, received Christ before, before he went on to meet his Savior and Lord Jesus. I tell you now, sometimes we think we're in control of our lives and we're steering the ship and actually we're just steering it to the harbor of God's will and God's purpose where we surrender our lives and give it to him. It doesn't matter how long you've been praying. Not, I don't say that coldly, it doesn't matter because it's hard waiting and it's hard being patient. Hold on. Church of God, hold on, because I tell you, he will answer that prayer that you pray because he loves you, and it's a yes. Don't doubt it midway through. Don't doubt it. It's still a yes. It's still a yes, and it will always be a yes in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you today for your word. Thank you for encouraging our hearts Thank you for every precious person today that has listened, that has come under the sound of my voice. Lord, you know the needs that we have. You know that the, the needs that we carry from 2021 into 2022. And Lord, thank you that irrespective of our sometimes inconsistent patterns of life. You are consistent. You are faithful. You're going to bring us on through. And those needs, those cares that we carry, we lift them to you right now at the outset of this year. We surrender them over to you. And we thank you that you've crowned this year before us, encouraging our hearts by saying, Behold, I'm going to do a new thing. It's going to suddenly spring up and come forth and you're going to enter into it. It's not going to be a repeat of the former old year or the former old things that you've, that you've known. It's going to be brand new. I pray it over every person here in this place and every person listening on the internet today. Lord, I pray for your comfort 
for the nearness of your presence and also for the great strength and confidence that your word brings to our lives. And all God's people said, why don't you stand to your feet, give Jesus another shout of praise. We're going to sing before we go today. Come on, let's give him thanks. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you. We thank you for this year ahead. And we go from it uh, into it with confidence and strength in you as God's people. Amen. God bless you.